What's up? This is Juju. We'll all talk no chaser. And I got two special, very special guests with me today. I got Verena and I got Moani. Hey, everyone. Hello. <laughs> so as you guys all know that I have posted on my page saying that we were going to be talking about um, empty nesting with Miss Verena over here. <laughs> um, basically, give us giving us a little insight on how life is and has been going for her since she sent her one and only child off to Alabama State University. Hey, you? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> that is so V uh, give us a little insight like let us know like as far as like start us from the beginning like when she was first conceived and (laughs) I don't hear that we won't go that far if I can just say you know I'm pregnant 23 you know, it was an exciting time. We thought we didn't know what she was gonna be, girl, or boy. But when she came out, I was blessed with a beautiful girl. And huh? No, I'm like, okay, oh, okay. <laughs> it's cool, bro. Beautiful girl, and you know, it's been a ride. You know, we started off with me, her, and my mom. But unfortunately, my mom passed in 2013. So then it was just me and her, and I really felt like, oh my god, what I'm gonna do? Like my mom was like the balance between because i'm like my mom was like you know not the mom she was to us <laughs> saving her grandbabies but you know i had to learn i had to learn how to cook i'm struggling <laughs> but we made it through she gave me some blues in seventh grade and i was like i'm about to send her to oklahoma <laughs> um but we made that through then high school she gave me the blues you know being a teenager Puff, puff, passing. I didn't know, and I found out. So you know, the helicopter parent I am. I went to Walmart. Wait, pause, pause, Bob. Hold on. <laughs> Can we just double back to where the name Moani came from? Because <laughs> okay. you don't went, you went all in. We gonna get there. Okay. We just <laughs> I'll bring it back to Brian. Just a little bit. All right. So, um, I love Family Feud. Okay. And um, it was a family on there, and you know how they name, give you names or whatever, introduction. Mm-hmm. And there was a lady on there. Her name was Moani. Right. And I was like, that is so pretty. I never heard it before. And I was like, if I have a daughter, I would name her Moani. And then. And this um, was a contestant on Family this Field. Was a contestant on Family Field. Okay. okay. And she had a beautiful name, Moani. And um, then. Um, PH1, you know, when they used to have like lifestyle, the celebrity baby names and stuff or whatever. Right. I was watching that in a celebrity. Her daughter name was Naraya. So I was like, oh, That's if I have a girl, Moani Naraya. So when I was pregnant again, we didn't know what we were having, a boy or a girl. And everybody was like, you having a boy. So they just ruined my dream because I didn't want a boy. I want a girl. <laughs> and they ruined my dream. And so I was going to name her Josiah Tamir. So up until labor... I was like, we having a boy now. So Josiah Tamir. Mm-hmm. And so when she came out, a funny story, my friend Tiffany was there. And when she came out, because everybody was expecting a girl, I mean, a boy, the umbilical cord came out. And my silly friend was like, oh, sh- he got swiped. No! <laughs> and the doctor was like, uh, that's the umbilical cord. It's a girl. 
point, baby. <laughs> so, yeah. So, and so then at that point, they was like, what you gonna name her? And unfortunately, her dad mm-hmm. didn't make it because I thought I was gonna be in labor way much longer. You know, everybody's like, your first baby, you're not gonna be whatever. She came on her due date. I went into labor on my due date. I didn't even know. At 2.30, I went to my checkup. <laughs> And a doctor was like, oh, you're in active labor. You're two centimeters. I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be easy. And she was like, you don't feel no cramps? I was like, I felt cramps, but I just ate because I thought I was fine. Cramping went away. But I'll tell you what she told me. 2 30, she told me I was in active labor. By 5 30, when that first real pain hit, oh my God. I was at my sister's house in Lakeview. And it was like, whatever. So they had, my mom had us be walking around to try to speed up the labor or whatever. So people were like, is she okay? Because you got like me, my mom, my sister, and friends surrounding this one lady walking and stopping. <laughs> and um, so it was just like, so I get to the hospital at 8.30. Of course, that day for a reason, it was full so we wait in the in the lobby until they give me a room mm. and i'm still like just back to back attraction like no like, okay, um these is no longer hunger pains like <laughs> like i know it hurts okay? so anybody tell you it hurt it hurt um the one thing they didn't tell you about was the ring of fire oh and that's when i guess when the crowning happens and it feels like it's burning Ooh. And you mean how it would feel when um he likes to put it in the whoopsie? That's <laughs> like you over 18 now, I'm 18. Uh, <laughs> 18. But yeah, so that. But I mean, labor was fine. I had her due date like at 11 39. Mm. I mean, it's been 19 years, so I don't remember. It could have been 11 30. <laughs> Excuse me, I had to look at the verses again. But I had her, and when they told me I was a girl, I was just relieved. And then from there, it's just been, you know, having a little girl is like, you can, I feel like you just do more stuff being that I was a mom, right? right. And we can relate. And she was just like my baby. And oh, just watching her girl, she's like, I can't wait till she walk. I can't wait till she talk. But then when she started walking and talking, I'm like, oh, this my <laughs> um, Like, my favorite memory of her is she wouldn't say yesterday. Uh, she would say last morning. So oh, that's like, super cute. You know, so I was like in love with this little girl. Um, I was overwhelmed like when I did have her because I was like, will I be the mm-hmm. best mom for mm-hmm. her? Like, can I take care of her? Because mm-hmm. the situation was not the best situation mm-hmm. as far as having a supportive partner. Um, you know, listen to them red flags, ladies. Okay. Before you had a baby, like, <laughs> what do I say? Watch it. Don't wait till they turn dark maroon red. Like, <laughs> watch you read it. That is my favorite line. Lesson, ladies, because that affects your child. But other than all, we made it through. She is 19 mm-hmm. since February 24. Yes. Um, she is away in school, which is rough. I used to be like, okay, moms, here. we love you, but I just want to hear just um, a little bit. <laughs> you know, I can talk. <laughs> Go ahead, baby. So, I mean, boom, you done made it in the world. You done push through. How has life been for these past 19 years? Just you know, watching your mom work her butt off, and I can say this like whole honest, all you know, completely 
honest, me and V has been friends for like, what, 20, 20 years at least, maybe 21, 21 years. We actually met at um, our last job together. Covenant Aviation School. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the thing is that we still walk together, even to this day, just not at the airport. But, um, so I've been knowing V since I was 23. Was you 23? 22. 22. 22. And I was 19. We started at Covenant Aviation Security together. We even had our baby shower at the airport. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. 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 One baby shower. One baby shower. <laughs> oh. No, Let it know. Let her know. She be making old jokes, but you know. <laughs> I am three years younger than y'all mom. She acts like she's older than me. Bro, you know she a boss. I am three years younger than y'all mom. I'm the baby of the group. Oh, no. Actually, no, Nicole. Nicole is. Oh, yeah. Don't do this, Nicole. <laughs> Before she came around, I was the baby. <laughs> I'm the second baby of the group, but uh, no, yeah. So we, I was 19, she was 22, and to be honest with you, she didn't want to be my friend at first. But you know, I know a good thing when I see one. I said she's, she's gonna be loud. an asset in my life. I'm gonna get. Was loud, and I was like, who is this ghetto girl? <laughs> and now look at us to this day. So yeah, we had her one of the baby showers was at the at the job um terminal one pier c to be pier exact c. and um so i was there when before you was even thought of up until at 19 years old like beautiful young woman tell me how life has been just watching your mom be the super mom literally you know and getting you through and getting you into college with a little bit of work from yourself not <laughs> Uh, I mean, when I was younger, I I thought my mom was rich. Um, we all thought she, hers was rich. I, 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 but I was like, I was like, yeah, my mom got money. Mm. She, you know, <laughs> I used to, like, I used to, cause my mom has always been like, you know, like if you want it, you can have it, you know. But like, she didn't give me everything, but like, I had enough to the point where I wasn't like, she you didn't want for anything. anything, yeah. You know, like I I didn't have like everything, but I had. A lot, you know. Yes. So I thought, you know, I thought we was rich, living it up, you know. <laughs> um, I think I didn't start like really like noticing probably till like sixth grade that we weren't rich. <laughs> <laughs> what did you ask for that she said no to? You was no, like, wait a minute. It wasn't even that. It was just like, it was just like I had been like introduced to like rich, like I had saw like what rich was, and I was like. Not rich. What you saw was ghetto fabulous and people living in, in the projects and buying stuff, but they don't have rent is only twenty five dollars. That part. Like, That's not true. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways, but yeah. Um you know, I, I know like seventh grade I did give her a really hard time. Uh I don't even know what was going on, to be honest with you. I think it was just I was being a kid my age in the generation I live in, yeah. you know, pressures of social media, like yeah. and just different trends and stuff to yeah. keep up with and things like that. Like, but like middle school was middle school was hard. Middle school was hard mentally for me, mostly like I guess because I wasn't that one that I wasn't the popular kid. You know, 
I was the kid who everyone knew, but not like not because everyone was their friend. Yeah. But because, you know, people would like, you know, make jokes, stuff like that. So I didn't do with that growing up, but like what make like what what type of jokes were they making about you? Like you was a model. It's a model baby. Not to them. Not literally. To them. Like, like not no, but literally you were in magazines. <laughs> like but like in middle school that still doesn't really matter. It's just like, you know, it's whatever it is now at that moment. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just everything they like had a picture of like as beauty, I guess I didn't fit. So, you know, mm-hmm. that kids are cruel. Yeah. They're very cruel. I say that all the time. Kids yes. are so cruel. And I was their target for all that cruelness. So, yeah. <laughs> and I was that mama like, um, <laughs> do I need to come to school? <laughs> Where's your mama? Run up. Run up. Squirrel. Bad girl club over here. <laughs> But about my kids. Yeah. <laughs> there's no reason. Like they know her. It's not a lot of the kids came from the same elementary school. Mm-hmm. She went to um a Spanish immersion. Yeah. So she I wanted to give her an opportunity for a STEM school. It happens to be in the um nine four one two four area of San Francisco, the point or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were catering because they wanted to open that opportunity to underprivileged kids. So you had a lot of kids that were from the point, you know, maybe not areas where their life was the best. And so they're coming to school and behaviors is the issue. Mm -hmm. And so now I have this little girl who I think is beautiful. Right. Like beautiful, smart. um, And you have these kids who have no reason. Yeah. That they don't like my baby. So I can teach her how to cat back. Like, what was that little boy? Her dad has a friend named Uncle Tom. Mm-hmm. And so I had to tell her they was calling her Uncle Tom. So I was like, we'll call him Auntie Roberta. Why they was calling her? Because they felt she looked like that? Because they from, no. Because they from, the, I guess because Tom has issues. And they, it was a jab to her. Mm-hmm. Right? And so it was more so like, okay. Start, but what happened? Um, I pretty much... To be honest, uh, I, I would start saying stuff back, but like not what you were saying. Oh, <laughs> you got good material. <laughs> you did, you very much did, but like I, I knew what they would respond to and what they wouldn't. And yeah. if I would have said that, they would have just been like, okay, and like. So what you saying? I don't know. Oh, you don't this is seventh like grade. seventh grade, yeah. and but they was owner in high school though. You know, <laughs> I had a little boy call me a nappy head, and then on graduation baccalaureate program, he was like, "What's up?" I was like, "A nappy head, everybody." Get up out of here. Yeah, but middle school was hard. My high school was hard. School was a lot better. I had like a few boys who like were like liked to pick on me or whatever, but like I didn't really care about that. Mm-hmm. I, in high school, I pretty much kept to myself. I had my like core like little friend group, you know, like like three other friends, like maybe two or four, mm-hmm. maybe. I always kept my circle small, but I mean, high school wasn't bad. It I think going from a really small school because in middle school we started out the school, yeah, like 
we were the first sixth graders. We were the first uh, graduating class. Okay. So like we, it was sixth grade. It was only us. Yeah. Seventh grade, we were the oldest kids. Eighth grade, we were still the oldest kids, and you know, yeah, that's how it was. So I feel like there wasn't really room for me to, you know, be that you know kid that doesn't like you know and interact with everyone. Yeah. But in high school, I went to school with like heck of kids. You yeah. Know? You know how big my high school is. Yeah. You know? So. I didn't. I didn't have that problem because like, there, because it was so big. There was yeah. a group for you. Like, yeah, there was, was a group for me. Yeah. Like anywhere, like you know, there, like I could have chose to sit by my, like be by myself and stuff. Yeah. With that school, and I would have been perfectly fine. But you know, there was like you know the few people that I did like gravitate towards or whatever. But high school was was good. Well, freshman year was good. Mm-hmm. Freshman year was mm-hmm. real good. Sophomore, first semester of sophomore year was real nice. And then COVID hit, and I was like, mm. yeah, okay, this is me. Okay, no bad for you guys. I was like, hey, like, hey yeah. vacation. And then after mm-hmm. weeks turned into months, months turned into a whole yeah. year. And I was like, oh. oh, wow. Okay. But like second semester of sophomore year wasn't bad. Um, how, like what through, like, I know how you mentioned how COVID had happened while you was in, what was that, the 11th grade or the 10th grade or? um, It happened my um, senior year my sophomore year oh so i know a lot of kids um suffer with anxiety and depression and stuff mm-hmm. like high school is during that year did you suffer from any do you feel as if though you suffered for any of that or did any of your friends suffer um, from any of that i definitely felt like a shift mm-hmm. i don't like it was i guess you can call it depression but like i feel like it wasn't it was it was bad but it wasn't to the point where i was like there were some days where, like, I can't take this anymore. Like, I'm done. But, like, I feel like it wasn't it wasn't super bad to where I couldn't push through, you yeah. know? But it, I did feel a shift in how, like, I guess my everyday, like, activities, like, what I would normally do. And I always, but then I always had a, a like, a feeling like if I, I need to stay active or else I'm going to, like, feel Slip terrible. into that dark space. Yeah. So so like I did pick up a lot of hobbies during COVID. That is one thing that That's like good. you know yeah. was was nice. I picked up a lot of hobbies. I read like discovered some hobbies that I did like too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Marina, did you feel the shift in her attitude or life and during that time to COVID? I don't think so because we were well, I was working still, of course, mm-hmm. but you know we were tie dyeing, yeah. diamond painting, puzzles, three D puzzles. We started walking at the San Pablo Regional. Park or Richmond Regional Park. Yeah, one of the park. Um, so we were doing stuff and I didn't you know, like black people was going to people's houses still. Yeah, yeah. Family is social distance. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Get yeah, closer to the family. That's family what is, no, you know, that's literally what happened. <laughs> you when they said stay home, that meant to strangers' house. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Stay away from strangers' house, but family. But she was going to mom's, yeah. and, you know, being around. But so I didn't see it bothered her. You didn't much. notice the shift that she's talking about. For me, it was more so like focusing in school because um, this is learning for her. It's not her learning yeah. staff. Right. Right. So. I mean, well, okay, this is learning. I hated this. Yeah. It really sucked because. I'm more of a hands-on learner. And even if it's not like us actually touching stuff, I still need to be able to see like the instructor. And I hated having to like email my instructors for everything. I couldn't just like go to their office or their classroom or whatever. 
it was always like emailing and then you have to wait for the response. And then stuff. So I had one teacher who literally told us on the first day that like, she needs like she needs like two, two, three days to respond. And I'm just like, if I need an answer like right now, yeah. what am I supposed to do? Yeah. You know, but and what are you doing? <laughs> that, that, yeah, you're at home too. You're at home too. So what do you need two to three days to respond anywhere. to an email? Where you go? Like it's it's crazy, but I mean, this is learning. I mean, okay, I could have done worse. Yeah. I, I feel like that's what I keep telling mom. I could have done so much worse. Like <laughs> I, this is learning. I passed all my classes, right? Did I not? True. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't to the they weren't the best grades, but they also weren't the worst. I, I feel like I because I ended distance learning with two C's, two C's, three B's. How many classes did I have? Six, right? Girl, no, she had C though. You heard that, right? But okay, now with you knowing that she had to see, now that you hearing her say like. But during this time, not only was I distance learning, but I had a shift happen to me. Like, I felt a little bit of depression. I felt bad on the inside. You think that probably explained a little bit why she was getting seized. I mean, because like you said, it could have been worse. It could have been worse than that. It could have been worse. However, when you have... I'm a firm believer that obstacles, you have to push through. You have to push through. And... You know, because it could be something else. So we're going to say every time something come up, it's okay to get a C. C to me is that you just showed up to class. You didn't do the work. And you have all this time to study if you need help to get assistance. So for me, a C is unacceptable. Just period. Mm. For anybody. Not just my child. I think a C just means you showed up. Give me a B. But not necessarily, though, because you can try your hardest and still earn a C. But you're not a C student. I... But no, but that's the thing. Like, okay, I feel like I'm not a C student. I'm not. That's that is true. But sometimes people earn different from what they have got in the past. Like, you, there, it's possible to earn a C, right? You can. Can you say C's you've never earned? You've degrees. never earned a C. I don't like that saying. C's <laughs> I hate that saying. I, I'm sorry. I just feel like. You have to know your child, right? You have some childs who who are C students, but when you're missing assignments, because she was depressed, that means and feeling down. But she's on the no. We're not even gonna go there because this is gonna be a whole. Uh oh. Uh -oh. (laughs) Okay, guys. Next time, college. college. This is not Doctor Phil. This is all talk, no chaser. (laughs) With. We're supposed to be talking about empty nest. (laughs) You mean when you were depressed and never let me stop? (laughs) But I didn't make excuses. (laughs) I went to work every day. Okay. I could have sat at home and not paid the bills. Cars repossessed. No. Functioning. But anyway, we we were too good we get there. Um, so now that you have graduated, you made it through the whole COVID epidemic and Thank God. Um, and now you are in AHU. Mm-hmm. What made you pick AHU? Okay. Um, I didn't really pick ASU. Um, it was kind of like because I picked you. No. <laughs> nah, I, I, I don't even say that because it was 
I literally just wasn't being as proactive when it came to like is that the word proactive? Yeah, you were pro- proactive when it comes to when it came to like applying for schools and stuff. So I did miss out on a lot of opportunities to apply to schools that I did want to go to. Mm. Like my main school senior year was Texas A&M. Okay. I missed the deadline, mm. so it was like it was kind of like I had. I had options, but they were the, there wasn't that many options left by the time I did kind of get it together. Yeah. So, because at first we planned on, I planned on just going to city, mm-hmm. and I was just going to say forget the college part. But I decided that I still wanted to go to a four year. So it was between like it was between like a few HBCUs, and when it came down to it, ASU had the best like programs for my major and stuff. So we picked ASU, and boom, here I am. Okay. Awesome. Who <laughs> <laughs> did the? We did a tour, a virtual tour. Um, and the pre- the recruiter or the presentate presenter, she had so much. All the other ones were so dry. She had so much enthusiasm, and like you can tell, like she loves. Hey, I mean, I was like, shoot, I want her raw. Yeah. <laughs> she was so like hype. And everybody else was just like reading the facts, but you can tell like she loves her school and she loves what they have to offer. And so I just felt like if she was gonna go to HBCU, cause she got into a couple, like when she said she had no options, she had options. Um, but ASU I felt would be the best fit for her. Mm-hmm. Also, one thing about ASU, they gonna make sure they got somebody that loves that school on their day. Whenever you talk to someone, like if you go to, if you actually go to the school and you talk to somebody about the school, they gonna be like, "Yeah, so you wanna be a Hornet? Okay. <laughs> you wanna go to the illustrious Alabama State University? <laughs> they are gonna put it on fit. But like, it's not a bad school. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, it, it it it's a good school. When you when I come down to like, there's certain things about it that's just like, mm, like housing isn't that. Yeah. Um, the cafeteria food, hit or miss. Oh, but like the structure, like the instructors there, the professors and all that, they are really good teachers. I, you know, you might have some like, but I feel like that's with any institution where mm-hmm. you might have some that are just like, mm, kind of iffy, or yeah. those that are too hard. Where like they don't like support the students, they're just like work, 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 work. You know. Yeah. But I feel like. In my experience, I've only had, so far, I've had one teacher where I was just like, mm, I would never take them again because they sucked. Yeah. But, like, so, but, like, my other teachers, they are really, they seem really, like, my chemistry teacher right now, I love him so much. He's very invested in, like, making sure we pass and making sure that we actually, like, retain the knowledge that, retain, is that the word? Yeah. Retain the information that he's giving us, and yeah, so all I'm saying is not a good, it's not a bad school. What you studying? What you major? Uh, biology pre health. Nice. Yeah. Doctor. Yes. 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 Okay. Okay. So ASU has been good to you thus far. Would you Would you tell other people, or if 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 it was a teenager, a a twelfth grader right now who's about to graduate this year, would you recommend them? Looking into ASU, I would say look into it. Yes, <laughs> I would say have it be an option. Maybe yeah, if you. But I feel like if you have, like, I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like I haven't been there long enough to be like, yeah, go to ASU. Yeah, you know. But 
it's not a bad school. Like, definitely, I would recommend they apply. Okay. Okay. V, back to you. Now that Mo is out the house, she's no longer your main priority as she has been for 18, 19 years. How has it been being an empty nester? It's been rough. You know, her senior year, I was like, I can't wait for you to leave. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for you to go. <laughs> Let it all out, be honest. C's get degrees. I was pissed. So I was like, I can't wait for her to go. And I was seeing other people and how they were reacting. I was like, I'm not going to be like that. I'm going to be free, baby free. (laughs) And so we drove to Alabama because she took her car. And, you know, it still hasn't hit. You know, it's always you can envision something, but you really don't know the reality till that day. Mm -hmm. So, like, we still there. We get to Alabama and um, move her in. And it's still because I'm there. I'm yeah. Left. But the day when it was like, okay, we're going to take our last dinner. And we went to Texas Roadhouse. And so that's when it was like, I'm about to leave my child. Mm, that's when it hit you. Like, this is the last supper. Right. <laughs> you, cause you can't pick me up from the hotel, right? Mm-hmm. So she can't pick me up. And I was just like, I'm not going to be able to do this. Mm. But, you know, she dropped me off, you know, because I don't consider myself emotional. We Not have, at all. <laughs> you know, I have a little, a little tear. I, I dropped a little tear, too. Just a little one, just a little one lady? Like, okay. Just a little bit, but I was just like, but, you know, I was like, this is a great opportunity for my child so that she can achieve her goals, right? And so I get home and, you know, it's the first time, you know, you're at the house and she's not there. I don't have to make sure she's up. I don't have to be like Mo or even say Mo because you turn off the light. (laughs) (laughs) So it was like, dang, she gone. I can't like I can't physically touch her. I can't physically know like her. Well, I know her location because, you know, Apple. Right. (laughs) You know, Um, but it still was like. She's so far away. So it was rough. I didn't know what to do with myself because I was the helicopter parent. So mm-hmm. I was, I worked, of course, but my life revolved around my daughter and making sure she was doing what she was supposed to do. So now it's like, what do I do? Yeah. Like, what do Verena do now that her child is gone? Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I wasn't in a relationship. Um, so I didn't have a partner. Mm-hmm. And it could have been, you know, more fear. Like when she was a kid, I was like, I don't want her seeing me with different men or I didn't want to have another baby by another man. So it was just like, you know what? If I'm dating, it's very surface. Mm -hmm. And no, you're not meeting my daughter. None of that. And if you start getting serious, then I found a reason why. Mm -hmm. But when I got home, you know, as months passed, I'm calling her every day, though. Um... Every day. We believe. Like, what you doing? <laughs> well, how's this going? Do you know, just that helicopter is just there. Right. It's like it's hoovering. Right. And so I, I got a little depressed. I can say, okay. recognize it. You know, I had stopped drinking as much as I used to drink. When and was this? I stopped drinking. I had not... I stopped drinking. Like, I would drink occasionally, but it was like... When Mo was still in the house? Or you talking about now? Even when Mo was in the house. I had stopped. I wasn't drinking that much. Oh, um, I had stopped drinking like a lot, and so I started drinking more, um, more consistently than I was. Like, cause sometimes it'd be months, and I haven't had a drink. So you saying since she has left, since she left, I started drinking more. Like, 
I, you know, with, oh, in the store, okay, the Moscato, like, I don't like wine. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I'm drinking Moscato. The, what yeah, was you, called? You just kind of swallowed that. Stella. Made. Gone. <laughs> Stella Rosa. I still have half of a cup and hers is gone. Um, Empty. She can't drink like I can. Right. right? The drinker is still in me. <laughs> don't get it wrong. I can still drink, but I wasn't drinking as much. But then I found myself drinking. Um, I never was a weed person. And, you know, people in their influence, like, oh, and so mm. I was taking edibles, which is I had never did edible at, ever. The first time I smoked, I weed, took full advantage of whatever she, she was going through. Right. This time. <laughs> I'm not a sharer, so I wasn't telling people like I feel depressed. It's like if had she had gave me that tidbit of information, we probably would have had different encounters. <laughs> right, but it's hard. I thought you were finally letting loose, like oh. damn time. She not letting loose a little bit. Damn, she was a mama to the group too. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and then you start reflecting like okay the choices you made was it the right choice to send her to Alabama mm-hmm. like she should have stayed closer you know is she ready did I prepare her and so it's hard it's like you no longer have that focus and um, so it took a while the first semester when she came home from winter break I was counting down I was like okay well, you can't go out there because if you go out there she's having a hard time too Cause she's yeah. homesick. Mm-hmm. And so I had to be the adult, even though I wanted to be like, I'm going to come down there or even surprise her. Right? Uh-huh. I was like, no, let's just wait for her to come home. But when we seen each other at the airport, it was like, United and you know, it, it was like my so baby's good. home. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, the empty nester is real. Um, I'm better. I'm not, you know, I still call. And I still want to like pick her classes. Yeah. Make sure, you know, I, I just want to make sure she's on track. Uh-huh. We see. The helicopter's going to be there. You know, <laughs> probably even when she's 30, I'm probably like, what you doing? Right. Uh-huh. But it, I didn't think it was going to be as hard as yeah. it was. Like, and empty nesting um, is a real thing. When I looked it up, I was like, oh, like, it can actually get real serious as far as the depression right. and anxiety going. And, and stuff like that. I didn't realize. Yeah. I didn't even know empty nest was like a real like thing. I thought I don't know what I thought. Right. <laughs> but it wasn't what I read. I'll tell you that. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like if maybe if I did have a partner or if I chose a watch who I bred with, mm-hmm. um, that it would have been a little better because we would have been in it together. Yeah. Instead of me at home by myself. All I have is work and work. It's a whole nother piece. Mm. <laughs> you know, working with the public. Yes. Whole different than the airport. Um, but it's like I'm at home, so now I'm thinking like, okay, what who is Verena now that now your you child find who you is are with nineteen and grown, right? Like I don't have to worry I worry, but I don't have to worry too much. Yeah. Right. And so it's been like reflecting on like the mistakes I made financially, the mistakes I made romantically. Um, and then just health wise. So, you know, if you know me, you know, I've been working out, trying yeah. to get, you know, better. I, I came had... down at, at least 50, 60 pounds. 60 pounds. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Right. I... <laughs> Hold on. One more, one more. <laughs> right. So I'm um, working on my health. You know, I was, I had, they diagnosed me with what diabetes high blood pressure. I have sleep apnea, but I, I think 
I sleep well. I'm gonna put this out right now. We ain't claiming nothing. We don't okay. But you know, I don't take any meds for my diabetes no more. Yes, God. Um, I'm working on my blood pressure. I'm trying to work on not being so reactive. Even when my daughter, like that helicopter, makes you want to be like, ah! yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like I have to loosen the reins, and that will also help with my stress at work. You know, everybody don't need a response. Yes. So I'm learning to Verena. You don't have to have the last word. Mm-hmm. Even though I want it, even though I want to, you know, you're getting at me, I want to be like, square <laughs> Right? But so I'm trying to be a better Verena for Verena so that I can be a better parent to Moani as an adult. Yeah. Not as, like, she's 19, she's not a kid no more. Yeah. So it's this just, to me, like to me, this is where the friendship can come in at. You know what I mean? Possibly. I mean, still, we know you are mom. Right. Okay, we know. Like, I ain't her friend. Yeah. <laughs> friend, that's a strong word. <laughs> yeah, so I'm trying to work, just work on Verena and not having to be mama and don't wallow, like try to have anxiety about what she's doing where she at she and it's the time to figure out who you are without being mom because i'm trying to get a man hello and I, that was gonna be my next question how has how have dating been for you how have you adjusted to dating without having to think about okay i'm my you know my daughter i gotta make sure that if this is theory is that she she i mean even though she still i'm sure what happened she still have to be accepting of this man but i'm just saying you know when she was home it's like well i don't even know if he's good enough for me to even bring in the house whether she there or not type of feeling you know right. but now she's not even there so you right. can have who and how many you want <laughs> <laughs> right uh, i mean I, I, to be honest i was slow in like giving i'm quick to be like i got man Mm. No one thing. Well, I don't got no man nowhere <laughs> near me. Um, so I've been lately a little bit more open. Like, you know, you want to give me a number, or, you know, number. I'm still working on like just being open and then being able to have a conversation. It is difficult because, you know, I still be like my daughter. You're right. And I have to remember like, oh, she's not here because they be like, oh, you know, we can come over. Like, no, you can't come over to my house. No, nah. mm-hmm. and I ain't coming over to your house. We can meet somewhere. You want to pick you up? No, we can meet. Right. You know, so it's just really like learning all over. I feel like I'm like that 20 year old who ain't never dated before and now opening myself up, even having conversations sometimes is weird. Yeah. Um, but I am trying. Mm-hmm. I have, you know. Is have, there a particular type of man that you are looking for out here in these streets? <laughs> not looking for a man. Let's stop that. <laughs> well, she speaks for herself. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking for pun intended. Okay, uh, <laughs> you know, really a job, <laughs> but a job. Somebody who is, you know, I prefer tall because I'm tall. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But you know, I don't know. Short, I, I yeah. But you know, just somebody who don't want no more kids because mm-hmm. the shop is closed 42 years old what i look like starting mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. i'll be crazy mm-hmm. but like i would prefer no kids working just wanting to have fun not trying to be still in that field having this girl and that girl like i love waterfalls so you know somebody who can go to burning falls with me <laughs> i love my baby my nine so i'll be going to the show right okay. now <laughs> I can like I'm on Queens with all the Queens men. 
working on my age, but just like somebody who want to have fun, who's funny. I crack jokes a lot. Mm. You know, I'm not and travel. Don't forget and travel. You know, you gotta be. With... I love to road trip. He better have a passport. See, me personally, it's so much stuff to do in the United States. We don't need to have a passport. Have a passport. But if you want to, <laughs> my thing is planes. Like I can go to Mexico. You know, Southern South America, Southern South America, you know, the Caribbeans and all that stuff. And when you talk about going across that pond and you talk about a 10 hour flight, that's when I'm like, oh, <laughs> right, right. Like, you know, going from here to Chicago is like a lot. So now you want me to go from here to Europe mm-hmm. or, you know, even though I want it, like my top bucket list is to see the Northern Lights. And they say the best place is in Fairbanks, Alaska. Hey, okay. so that's not far. Or Iceland. Now, Iceland, I would want to go to Iceland because they have a penis museum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm infatuated. Okay, Man, you hear this? <laughs> and I'm infatuated. Like single, single, single. Not you and your girl trying to work something out. Single, single. You separate from your wife. You don't know what you're doing. No, I need single. I ain't trying to have no drama. Drama free. Peace. I'm not. Trying and to- one who has distorted through their baggage and yes. through their traumas, or even open about it too. Like maybe you haven't worked through it, but you are aware open, of yeah. it. And you're willing to discuss it and change because I have my traumas too, and I'm more open now. So, yeah, yeah I don't think Moani like to hear that though. <laughs> my question: How do you feel about your mom getting back out there in the dating world? And or do you guys talk about her dates? And do you give her advice as far as her dating and vice versa? I mean, I can't really give her no, I can't really give her no advice because you know I am 19. I don't know that about dating, <laughs> I, no. Um, but I mean, when she, whenever she said she is like dating, so in the, the, the single, the only child in me goes, mm, okay. Mm. Um, but like the one, the other part of me that like wants mom to be happy is like, okay, she's dating someone, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so like, she doesn't really tell me that much about it. Like, I think I've found out more about her dating life now than I ever have, like ever. Yeah. Like. Because now you're like, quote, unquote, an adult. Yeah. So it's a little, I can see her being more open Mm -hmm. to being, you know, honest with you about things that's going on in her personal life versus just the mom life. Yeah, because I think growing up, I can only recall one guy. Oh, but that was like close to your... (laughs) (laughs) You never met him. Yeah, I never met him. I never met him, but I heard of him. Yeah, uh, and then she not be named. Yeah. And then recently, the like you know, I she I'm not gonna say anything, oh. but you know, um, but yeah, I, I've been hearing a little bit more. I'm like okay, but at the same time, I'm just like mm, he been not. Mm. I just okay. You can't be too tall because I got to be able to fight you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she's saying that because she's a little taller than her mom. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's, I mean. I want her to be happy. I'm glad she's, you know, finding people. Mm. You know, she needs to make more friends. Uh, I'm a good. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's more than just me. It's more than just me, but... I have a handful. I am a, I am a handful by myself. You hang out with your friends. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Just hit the DMs. Go ahead and slide the DMs. I'm oh, talking up, Jason. Um, they, oh, okay. Her DMs. Cause I was like, mine is blocked. <laughs> I thought you said you was working on that. Okay. Well, first of, I, you know, you get the random, the sugar daddy oh, ones. Yeah. You know, talking about I'm gonna give you twenty five. Like, I'm looking for a sugar baby. Scam me all my coins. I'm gonna take care of your babies. I'm sure you already got. Right. It, so you looking for a sugar baby? The little coins I got, I gotta protect. Okay. okay. You got a kid in college. That's a whole nother. And it's expensive. Yes. Yes. But she's going to make it well worth it. She will. <laughs> I'm still going to be hoovering around. <laughs> no seeds. No Don't forget. Seeds. No. no seeds. <laughs> I mean, medical school like is competitive. You have to be a little more lenient with that. <laughs> We're going to save that for another show. <laughs> Yes, we are. But, but yeah, so for any of you guys who have kids that's about to go away, I'm not saying everybody reacts yeah. the same. You know, I've seen people cry and I've seen people like, whoo, thank the Lord, yeah. right? The kid is gone. I think being honest about how you feel and about it will help you get through it. And then also just remembering that you're an adult because you do have a child that's probably dealing with homesickness. And right. So if you... Oh, I'm gonna come down there every month, and I'm gonna come see her. It's gone. She's gonna be. Right. She's, She's not gonna, gonna be, be able like, to adjust, right? And then she gonna. Be, I want to come home, and then right. you're gonna be like, "Dang, I didn't want to come home." You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Like you know, so it's like just just being honest and saying, "No, we gonna get through this," and not being afraid. Because I hear a lot of parents be like, "Well, I don't want my child to go far." Right? Yeah. I want to keep her. Well, because we're in the West Coast, so I want to keep her in California, or keep him in California. You know, maybe Oregon or Arizona. But they can have a great opportunity like in the East Coast or right. down south or even Midwest. And I think us as parents, we have to get over our fear mm-hmm. and let them spread. Because you have to remember when you were 18. Yeah. And I was 18. I was like, I'm going, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. So we have to remember our kids need to grow up and learn how to get through things their self, be able to use their critical thinking skills and then trust that you raise them. To make the right decision. There you go. You know, and that I raised, I did my job. I yeah. raised her. I instilled in her the values I thought that were important, and she's gonna learn her own values that might be different from mine. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna have to accept it. You know, even though I don't want to. But she's her own person. She's not Verena. And even though I, you know, would want her to just be with me forever like we gonna be in our no you dang you're sitting on our lap right now like she hasn't been at her leg that fell asleep she hasn't been able to move for the past hour i ain't said nothing she she leaves tomorrow she's been here a week and she leaves tomorrow we have to be at the airport her flight is at 5 30 in the morning so Mm. you know getting all the time in that i can because we won't see each other again until may and so even though yeah it's only a couple months but it's like when you see your baby, yeah. you see your baby. So it's like, I cherish the times that I have with her. Even though, you know, we sometimes I'm pissed. Cause, you know, and that's normal. That means there's emotions and feelings. Right. Yeah. But I miss my child extremely. Yeah. Um, and 
selfish Verena would be like, you know what? Why don't you just go to San Francisco State you know, mm-hmm. and just be here with me? Right. But right. then what would what would my life be like? Exactly. You know, because yeah. then I'll be using her like, oh, well, my daughter is here. Yeah. Oh, well, my Moani got to do this. Or, I told her to do it. I have her Moani do it. Or, yeah. <laughs> right. You know, so we got to let our kids go. It's hard, though. It's hard. And I only cry at home, guys. I'm crying. I didn't even know she cried. Never seen it before. That out of all the twenty plus years we've been friends, I've never seen her cry. Right? <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen her cry. Oh I my god, like that's, that's, that's the problem. The first time I cried was when was this summer, and because you don't you don't like like that like like fully like you know like like boohoo. That's like, actually not, very not, unhealthy. Not like, <laughs> that's actually unhealthy. But it was like, you know, like, you could tell that she was crying. We were yeah. on the phone, but you could tell that she was crying. But, like, I feel like, usually, I feel like you were just, like, you try and, like, be this, like, big, like, this rock, you know? Mm. I got to be there for everybody. Mm. Like, I feel like I haven't really seen you, like, really, like, you know, let yourself cry. Mm. I think crying is a sign of being, I guess, emotional. I feel like I can be emotional with crying, and maybe it is something. Take that back. You don't think so? Take that back, because whenever I cry, you call me emotional. You call me sad. We no, oh Mo, I she called me one time, and I was crying about me gaining weight. That's a whole other episode. And she was like, "Hello, are you serious?" <laughs> Oh, no, girl, something got into my eye. Oh my god, like. <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm not crying. I'm not showing emotion at all. Who would do that? What the hell? That's uh, crazy. I'm worried. I, I cried though, guys. I've had some things happen to me that have me cry, but I feel like it's my private moment to wash away whatever's going in, and I don't need no one saying, "Are you okay?" Because what is they're, it, they're is it that, or you just don't want to come across as being like weak or sensitive? Mm-hmm. I, I can't answer that question. I don't think it's I don't think I'm weak because I cry. No, I'm saying because you don't want to come across to anyone. I don't, like, I, don't I know equate, you don't feel that I don't equate crying to weakness. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't feel comfortable being vulnerable. Being vulnerable because I'm, not even in front of the people you love and know loves you. Well, because I feel like your words is not going to help the situation, right? And so a lot of times people want to try to help, right? And they can't help. So it's like, I just don't go at home and just release my tears. And then I'll talk to you about it later. But I don't need to be crying talking right. to you. So why the way you feel is projected onto other people when they cry? Because oh. it makes me uncomfortable. Oh, okay. Okay. And I don't know how to respond. So I'm like, okay. Exact same way. You see, when people cry, I'm like, okay, Marina. <laughs> what 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 should you say no and, and so she but she says are you serious <laughs> hello I'm, I'm working on being what is it empathetic empathetic oh lord you don't even know what the word is having <laughs> more empathy for people I, I do lack in that area I, I you know I do lack I mean I, I guess I we still love you I am that square up girl. <laughs> Bring it back to square up. No, it's because she was the mean girl in high school. That's, hey, that's exactly that's what, what I got from her. You were fine, the girls that was picking on me. You were one of those girls who were like, who were like so nice, but like, 
Right. Yeah. Hater. Yes. I going. would have to disagree with that. Mm. I was not a mean girl. I was, but I was very, I think because as a kid, you know, I was had my brothers and sisters and I had my two cousins and they used to pick on me, you mm-hmm. know, and so, and then also my voice, as you can hear, is not the uniquely different, you know what I mean? And so people I, try me. They tried me, and I gotta let them know, like, yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> school, I had a couple of fights. Um, high school, I refused to fight, but I would if I had to. I mean, I'm a, I'm a high head. I can admit it. Mm-hmm. I'm a high head. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. You know, sometimes words aren't enough. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just gotta square up, and if you lose, you lose. You know what I mean? If you win, hey. <laughs> but, you know, it, I feel like people then know, like, I'm going to think twice before I try her, you know? And so maybe that is, you know, we all have things we deal with. Yes. You know? Yes. No one's, let's, no one is judging you. Yes. Oh, but I do want to, I want to thank you for even being as open and somewhat vulnerable. Like you have been even doing this podcast. I think this is the most open and vulnerable I've ever seen you. So. Okay. What? I mean, no, for real. Like seriously, like. I will accept that. Yes. So we and All Talk No Chaser appreciates that. (laughs) No, I appreciate All Talk No Chaser. Mo, is there anything that you, before we, you know, there's anything that you want to say, like maybe to like any, like, like I said, senior that's about to graduate, like what to expect um, as far as like college life and stuff like that? Mm, Expect to be very homesick. Mm. Very, 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 very (laughs) homesick. Like even... Even if you're just like, I can't wait to get out of here. Like, I can't wait to, to be on my own. I can't wait to get away from my parents. Da, da, da. No. The minute you get there, you, the minute that you get there, they leave. You're going to sit there in your dorm. You're going to be like, they really left me. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to be like, dang. But, you know, the first few days are, are like, you know, they're not that bad. But, you know, as you start, you know, seeing that everyone back home is like, you know, not moving on with their life because you're not they haven't forgot about you. Right. But they're still like progressing with their life. Like I thought me, in the back of my head, a part of me wanted the world to stop when I went to college. Yeah. Like I want everybody to be like <laughs> <laughs> But like I know that's not realistic, but it's like like it's like even my friends back like out here, when I see them hanging out, I'm just like, dang. I miss my friends. Mm-hmm. And then like when I see and then like I see like my family hanging out, I'm just like I wanted to be there, yeah. you know? So it was, it's, it's a lot. Um, you have your days where you just want to curl up in a ball and just cry. But, you know, it's college. You got to keep, you got to stay strong, you know. Don't go back home because cause you never know. You might hate being back home, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, When you out here, do you ever feel like, okay, I'm ready to go back. I'm ready to go back to school. Um, have that part of me that's like I miss my school friends like I I love my school friends they mm. get on my nerves they get on my nerves <laughs> I love them so much mm. and it's like like dang I miss them but like when I'm at home I feel very content mm-hmm. with my life and I'm but then I'm just like I, I feel like the contentness is there because I know that like you know I have this like limited amount of time here so it's like yeah but like what I want to stay here for school you know? Yeah. So it, it's, you always have to ask yourself all those questions. You can't just go off of like how you're feeling in that moment because it gets better. 
like I'm still a little homesick, but I'm not as homesick as I was before. Yeah. The only reason I had like I need to come back for spring break was because they were stressing me out over there, and I was like, I cannot spend spring break with y'all. <laughs> so yeah, so. But, but you saying if you weren't stressed out, then you probably I still said. probably would have came home. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, I, I feel like it's a good experience for everyone to go through. Yeah. Um, don't give up because you're gonna want to give up every mm-hmm. five days. Mm-hmm. Thank God for seven days a week. <laughs> Two <laughs> days to turn around. Right. Set it out and, and then do it all over again. Right. You know, and that's what college is. College, but I've always said college is just high school, but you live there. Mm. It's that you know your classes are a little harder, you know, but like it's really no different. And you get to pick your like schedule, like the spacing and stuff. That you have that freedom, but it's basically just college. I mean, high school, but she lived on campus. It, yeah. It's boarding school. Right. It's boarding school. It's literally you boarding school. You make college sound so fun. <laughs> no, it's fun. And, and there's parties, too. Like, my school, we have we have lots of parties. I'm, I go to cause what is considered a party school, which, I mean, I guess it's a party school. Mm-hmm. They do have parties a lot. Yeah. But, like, party school, uh, stretch. <laughs> but, um... like <laughs> that. <laughs> You have you meet new people. All the new people you meet could be your friends for life. Like, yeah. But you meet new people that like are have come from different backgrounds, who are just different from you in lots of ways. Like, I'm like I'm the only person from California in my friend group. Wow. I have, and the rest of them are from Alabama, except for one other person, two other people. Sorry. And so it's just like it's it's a little weird. So do they you know? think you're hella cool? Because usually people that meet people from other states think California is just so cool. Especially if you say you're from the Bay. <laughs> Especially if you say you are from the Bay. Okay. See, okay, when they first met, like, oh my gosh, she's so cool, and now they're just like, oh my gosh, she's so white. Oh. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> All Bay Areans are not like that. I just want to put that out right now. All Bay Areans. <laughs> I feel like they like confuse my like. I you know how to complete a sentence <laughs> when you tell yeah. a proper. Got it. I, <laughs> and also because I I have a very like squeaky soft voice. Mm-hmm. Like I wonder who you get that from. The Mason Bray. <laughs> so it's like they they just they just assume that. Californians are just so white now because of me. And I'm just like, no, not everybody talks like this. I just come out here. I, Why I not? Like <laughs> we'll show you. <laughs> like, but and then also, like, I did surround myself with mostly white kids when growing up. Like, my best friend growing up was a white girl. Mm. My core friend group were all white girls. And so, I mean, I have picked up some of those, like, traits yeah. that you would associate And nothing's wrong with that. I want to put that out right now. I mean, nothing wrong with it to be honest at all yeah. you are who you are yeah. period yeah. that talking white like what yeah. you're talking you, white. exactly what is that exactly, exactly. Like, so. so my sister her co-worker asked i will me. say no one never said i talked white but uh-huh. again you know yeah. <laughs> asked like you know how i talk to why do you talk to her in the black <laughs> hood you know me? <laughs> 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 but, yeah so. but i feel like I have a question. How did they respond when you spoke in Spanish? 
Oh, okay. So okay, when everyone yes. found out that I spoke in Spanish, that I spoke Spanish, Spanish, that I spoke oh, okay. in Spanish, you just can Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> Please forgive me, spoken <laughs> This is the type of Bay Area talk that they're used to, and the minute that she wasn't talking like that. Please forgive me. You spoke Spanish. Oh, when I first spoke Spanish, they were like, they're like, Oh my god! Like they didn't say it like that, but like I'm used to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and why do you say that? You talk about? I don't know where she get that value. <laughs> it's literally, it's literally something that I picked up a while ago. We're not gonna talk about it. Okay. Um, but they 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 thought it was really cool, like that I spoke a second language, and that I was like basically fluent in it because they didn't. Well, they didn't really know Spanish immersion was a thing, mm. you know? Yeah. So they're just like, oh, my God, how did, how did that happen? Like, how did you, like, because I was like, yeah, I've been speaking Spanish since I was, like, five. Five, six. I, I forgot myself that you speak Spanish. Yeah, so. <laughs> right. <laughs> Give them something. No, no, I'm going to have her close this out. Hold on. I'm going to have her close this out. Hold on, Mom. Don't hold on for me. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I will take control. <laughs> like, go ahead, baby. Show what you got. Show what you got, baby. Show what you got, that little sad <laughs> Oh, my God. But, you know, I want to say that this has been one of the most enjoyable podcasts I've done. Yes, this is only my third. However... <laughs> But this has definitely been been enjoyable and informative. And um, and I just want to thank both of you guys for being on All Talk No Chaser, uh, Miss Barina and Moani. And Barina, um, I just want to put out there that she is single and she is looking and she's a hot girl. You got to be 5'10 like, oh. to 6'3". Um, I feel like I could beat up someone with 6'3". <laughs> No, I got my baby for that. <laughs> but I just want to thank you guys for being on here because it was really informative, especially for the empty nesters and especially for young teens, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So thank you guys for being out here. I mean, being for tuning in and listening. Can I say and, one more thing? I'm sorry. Uh, of course. Uh, Hoover mom. Hoover mom. Hoover. <laughs> no, I was going to say, you know, we talked about what your student need to do. Respect deadlines. Oh. Deadlines are very important, folks. No, clarify what you was talking about when you said when you, you talk about deadlines. when you're applying for your colleges yeah. and stuff. If the deadline is August 31st, you should have had it in before then. Mm-hmm. Don't wait till last minute because you can miss out on something that you wanted to do. So procrastination is the devil's work. Mm. So deadlines is very important. It will save you from heartache. And disappointment. Okay. That's all. That's all. Moani, can you take all talk no chaser out with a little bit of uh, espanol? Just say something like, "Thank you for having me and my mom here, and thank you guys for tuning in to All Talk No Chaser with Juju and uh, Mocha." Yes, for a lot right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh. You got this. Gracias. Ah. Okay, I feel like this is 
gonna be if you speak Spanish, please don't cancel me. Y'all better okay. not be in my DMs talking uh, no stuff about my niece. I know that. Run up. Run up. <laughs> Run up. Um you got this. It's because she under pressure. Can I speak in Spanglish? Please. I wouldn't know the difference anyway. Um Gracias por having yo and mi mamá en tu podcast hoy. Uh, gracias para por escuchando a uh, I'll talk noticia con Juju y Moka. Ah. <laughs> okay, thank you guys for tuning in and we are out on that.